Pickaxe. Episode 160 of the DNR Podcast is brought to you today in part by Black Shell Media. If you go to blackshellmedia.com or search them out on Steam, you'll be taken to a plethora of games that they produce. Uh, Overture, uh, Sanctuary uh, RPG, we played that in a stream uh, a few times. I had a huge amount of fun. Uh, a lot of one-player games, but you can play them with friends. Uh, they're all very reasonably priced, and there's guaranteed to be tons and tons of hours of gameplay in each and every one of them. So go to blackshellmedia.com and check them out today. Episode 160 is also brought today by Noisy Person Cards. It is a brand new Kickstarter campaign. Guys, if you've listened to the show for any amount of time, you know that voice acting is something that I'm passionate about. A lot of you write in with uh, questions about how you can spice up your campaign, how you get comfortable doing voices. This is a fantastic card game that will allow you to get comfy around people doing voices. You can play with up to 10 people, and it's specifically set up so that voices can be augmented and modified and make them a bit more challenging as time goes on, and it'll really get you used to doing this in front of other people. So go to kickstarter.com, look for noisy person cards, and back them right now. Let's do that thing where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason, I'm the Dungeon Master, going around the table, starting with James. Hey, it's James, and I play Dagon, the Aladrin Scion. And Alex. Hey, I'm Alex, and I play Braylon, the Halfling Bard. And Xavier. Hey, I'm Xavier, and I play Actaronis, the Revenant Cleric. And Ian. Hey, I'm Ian, I play Calden Halek, the Half-Elf Sorcerer. And Susan, who has gobbled up all the internet. Yep, all of it. Nom, hi, nom, I'm nom. Susan. I, <laughs> hi, I'm Susan. I play Erlove Grimness, the Tiefling Invoker. I would say you guys have wrapped up a significant amount of Aubrey's problems. At least, seemingly <laughs> on the surface, you guys have done a you guys have done good while you're in this little town. Previously, you, let's say you took care of the vampire problem in in the town, and you took care of Adovan, who was promising to be an even bigger threat. After that. You were unwinding in the town, and uh, the few surviving vampires uh, that were still in the caverns around Aubrey came into town to retreat and almost begged to be executed. Through some negotiation, it was uh, it was pretty much reached uh, that they were going to stay in town and try to live there peacefully, and you guys went to get some sleep for the night. Braylon stole the Orb of Light from Actaronis' pack and brought it to Father White and uh, essentially told him that it was it was too dangerous to keep and under no circumstances should it be given back to Actaronis or anyone. And throughout the day, I believe you also spoke to... Uh, you spoke to uh, Artemis uh, to try and expedite things a bit, and he said he'd do what he, ca- he could for the armor... And Father White was going to see what he could do about expediting the, uh, the ship repairs. So, here's what we're going to do. You guys are going to wrap up anything you would like to do in Aubrey, and then we're going to start moving quickly in time. Think of, uh, think of playing The Sims, but on super fast forward. And we're going to just tick days by, and I'm going to let you know what happens, and I'm going to ask you to do some dice rolls here and there. But first, it is currently the eighth day of Thorum. Actaronis and uh, Braylon had a little chat. Braylon kind of let him know what he did. After that, what would you guys like to do? Don't I have to work for Artemis now, too? Yeah, it was, uh, It was. yeah, you guys kind of reached a, the heat. You were going to chip in and help him around the shop and kind of be an extra set of hands. Hmm, okay, I guess I'll do that. But you might pick up a new skill. <gasps> oh, <Ooh. laughs> we've got our own armorsmith. See. <laughs> <laughs> But you gotta hang around Artemis constantly. So mm. That's the trade-off. Can you do ruins? Yeah. Mm. Mm, maybe. I mean, it depends. 
I can't learn that much, right? I mean, you're going to be working with him for about a week or so. So, I mean, it's, it, you know, we'll see how much you'll pick up. I'll tell you what, we'll oh. do some intelligence checks. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> you Come on, you can get really lucky. Yes, I can. All right, so I do it now? Well, let's see. I, I guess it, today would be your first day. Your, your mm-hmm. first day at work, and most of it's paperwork and stuff, and, and, and yeah, filling out tax forms. And then you really start working on your second day at Arnis's shop. But do me a favor and, and roll an intelligence check. Let's see, let's see how your first day goes. See, dude, that's not bad at all. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's good. totally respectable. Yeah. It's non dense. It's <laughs> <laughs> light and fluffy. So while Braylon is working on the basic foundations of leather shaping and 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 putting you know d- just prepping uh, these dragon scales, uh, what uh, what would everybody else be doing in town? I think Calden is going to give his his share of money for for the armor to Dagon and um, see if he could find Alexandra to get the vampire prisoners involved in the rebuilding of the ship. Why is he giving the money to Dagon? To help pay for all the stuff, right? Aren't we all chipping in? Oh, you're kicking. I thought you were kicking up to like, like, like Dagon was the Don and you were kicking up. Like you were. (laughs) He's a tribute. No, no, I'm (laughs) getting. It's like they did in the old country. That's. (laughs) Okay. I can't remember. Were we getting any kickbacks for helping them out or anything like that? They're kind of a poor town. Basically, uh, what they agreed to do was work with Artemis on both price and the speed in which that he gets his work done, because he tends to pad the bill a little bit and maybe take his time. And two, try to get your ship repaired as quickly as possible. They, uh, okay. Father White was okay. talking about getting some people around town to help, too. Okay, so that, that money then, yeah, we'll go pool it up to pay for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I know we discussed Love since she has the military background, maybe trying to help build a guard here since there's only one guard for an entire town. <laughs> that is, yes. Um, and again, it didn't start out with one guard. That's just kind yeah. of how Aubrey ended up. But maybe she could help out. And I was wondering if I do need to do a check. Can I do it like a wise old sage so I could use wisdom check instead of any of my athletics or acrobatics or anything? (laughs) That is an interesting question. Here's what we're going to (laughs) do. Can I go for the Yoda approach? You want to ride on someone's Mm. back? (laughs) The wise old sage. That's what I'm going for. So I can use my wisdom. I'll tell you what. I would say that in Aerolove's travels, and and Aerolove hasn't been an adventure for a ridiculously long time, but Aerolove's had a hard life since she's left Brightport. Uh, So she's learned a lot. Do me a favor. Give me a wisdom check on this one. Okay. Now that I've said that, I'm going to roll a one. (laughs) (laughs) So this is you pulling together. Fuck it. I give up. (laughs) You do always when you say it. (laughs) Stop saying it. Oh, God. I checked just to see. It hates me. Sorry, the next roll you do by mistake is going to be a 20. Yep. <laughs> I like how you're charting upward. <laughs> Let's just keep going. Let's see how long this takes. Hold her back. <laughs> well, maybe maybe Love didn't learn as much as we thought uh, she previously. She did die. She did die. You'd think that 
Yeah. Well, I mean, if anything, it's like, okay, here's what you don't do. <laughs> don't get locked don't. in a don't get locked in a in an arena. Don't <laughs> enter the tournament of champions. <laughs> yes, that is that is that is sage advice indeed. So um I would say there's a few people around town now that uh, the vampire threat seems to be quelled and that there are reinforcements coming from the city of Overwatch. Uh, that I, I'd say people's spirits are, are starting to be lifted. They're hearing about Dern Hollow, how that city's, uh, that little town's turning around. And I'd, I'd like to think that people are kind of coming out of their shells a little bit and they want to, they want to do some good. They want to help out Alexander because she's a pretty good example. And Erlov's going to teach him a few things, maybe a little hand to hand stuff, some, you know. How to keep best watch and. Yeah, that, that type of thing. Always drink plenty of water. Like, I mean, stuff that's like. <laughs> stay hydrated, I guess. I mean, stuff that you rolled a four. So, I mean, we're. <laughs> but it was a 15 overall. Yes, so it was a 15 overall. It's a overall. slightly above average. Stick yeah. with the pointy end. That's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, that really helped out Arya. Oh, no, it's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> So I did nothing. <laughs> it, no, not nothing. Yeah, no, no. You do, you did, you definitely did something. They're they're not seasoned veterans yet, but you've started them on their way. So, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna start fast forwarding. You know, a day at a time. What I would like to do is, I want one of you to roll a flat d20, and mm-hmm. we're gonna see how much luck you guys have. Now, this isn't you know roll for monster attacks or things that could get you on the road. This is a little different. We're gonna see if weather cooperates with you. We're gonna see uh, how many people are gonna go to the to the ship to help out. We're I mean, you know, a twenty being the best of the best luck, everything goes your way, and and one being nothing is cooperating. A hurricane hits or or something crazy and slows everything down. But we're gonna we're gonna see how well things cooperate. Now this d twenty roll. I want you to add a plus five to it because the town of Aubrey is all up in arms about helping you guys out. You have done them a, a an incredible service and they, they want to help repay. So who would like to roll our D20? Not it. Not it. Oh, this, this is no. worse than Sea Monsters. This, you know what it is? I think it sounds like a job for Group 2's leader. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, you know what? I actually have the D20 in hand right now. Okay. <laughs> two, baby. That's a three. Plus five. Plus five. <laughs> so not the worst. Um, pretty cool. A tornado came through and just destroyed <laughs> everything. That would be like a one. That's just. Um, it is fall. Malaria. <laughs> West Nile. It's Aubrey. We spread um, the rat disease. <laughs> it is. It is going to. It's getting colder. And it's going to, the, 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 the way fall kind of hits uh, certain portions of the mainland, it's going to dramatically start getting colder. And it does slow things down a little bit. Um, there's some bad weather, some cold rain, uh, some things like that. But it's nothing, it's nothing too crazy. You guys are going to work, uh, you guys are going to work alongside of these vampires. There's going to be a bunch of people from Aubrey heading up north to camp out near the boat. Like these people are, are putting themselves out. Mainly because they are being promised, oh, the vampire attacks are done. We're not, you shouldn't be attacked by anything. It's just the regular wildlife. We're going to travel in a big pack. We're going to do everything we can to protect ourselves. We're going to, we're going to look out for worms. Hopefully everything's going to be okay. So these people are risking life and limb just to help you guys out. And there's going to be a big pack of people heading up north to join Rusty. 
uh, these vampires, and I'm guessing a f- couple of Group 2 members. Calden would go with them, yeah, for sure. Okay. To help, like, show where they kept, like, hid the dinghy, to help out with any of the construction, considering he did all the ice magic stuff on it. So, yeah, he's going, he'll go up there. Yeah, so this is, it's a huge amount of labor. But the cool thing is, things that would normally take a long time, like lugging wood back and forth, and just your regular hammer and nails type stuff, you're going to have a lot more hands on deck. And that part of it is is going to to move along. And as we skip days here, we're gonna we're gonna see how that goes. Well, can I, let me ask you this? Okay, is that whirlpool still there? <laughs> <laughs> it, it most certainly is. Yes. Like on the journey up there, who's all going up there? It's vampires. <clears throat> vampires are heading up. The vampires, by the way, um, you would find out their their names are uh, Sago Fulm. That is the the drow guy that was doing a lot of the talking last time. Joanna Morick and Derek Elftalon. Those are the last three vampires uh, anywhere around here. So, Derek the vampire. Derek the vampire. <laughs> These guys were just people before they were vampires. I guess just, so. <laughs> they were just you know you don't get born into that necessarily. It's just not very magical. It's- no, it's not. <laughs> like Sago's a great vampire name because he's mm-hmm. drow. Like those mm-hmm. guys, they could all be vampires if they wanted to. It's really cool. But I mean, you know, even like Dagon the vampire. But oh, too late. I'm not. I'm not proposing anything. All right, let's retcon. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> is asking to bite me when we get back on the ship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, there are lesser vampires. I don't know if you can even do that. Anyway, is it Alexander or Alexandra? Alexandra. Alexandra is Alexandra with us? She would probably stay back. She would she would probably stay back just because the the it, it's old habits, right? She's not going to leave the town completely unguarded. Okay, yeah. Once we get to that whirlpool, Calden is going to take another look at it, and as they pass by it, he's going to try and freeze the water around it so he can get. I, I imagine I can't like get super close to it because it's moving water and everything, but enough to be able to, like, look down it as much as he possibly can. Okay. Do me a favor, give me an Arcana check. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Not great. Not Not terrible. terrible. (laughs) Not terrible. Calvin's gonna kind of blast the surrounding area with ice, and up to about the point where the, the, the whirlpool really gets kicking... You can almost kind of do this little ice bridge type thing and get closer to it. But the second any of this uh, this ice would touch where the, the water movement starts going circular, it would just kind of break up and, and, and just kind of get sucked up into this. Kaladin's going to sense that there's some pretty strong magic going on here. And this is definitely not a natural occurrence, as you guys already knew. Does, do I know what kind of magic it is at all? This is... Okay. This is going to feel a lot more a lot more primal. This is some either an individual or individuals who are pretty pretty down with kind of Mother Earth. Like this is this is you'd have to be pretty in touch with nature. Okay, how close can I get to it to peer down it? Well, let me ask you a question: Are you sort of doing an ice bridge up to the actual the actual thing? Like, how close do you wanna? As well as close as I can get. I mean, if it's if it's like swirling around. And ice apart to where I can't even, like, he can't even step close to it, then I think he would go to the very edge of that and try and look look down the very center of it as much as he possibly can from wherever he's, wherever he's at at that 
at that edge. Okay. While you're doing that, Sago, the drow vampire, is going to follow you out. I'm very curious as to what the hell it is you're actually doing. And one, he's keeping an eye on you. And two, just just kind of curious as to what you hope to accomplish. Not saying anything, but, but sticking close to you. Calden is going to turn to him and ask him, have you ever seen anything like this, Segal? And he's going he's gonna to look past you out the whirlpool. This has been here as long as I can remember. And how long is that? Decades. It said the druids, for some reason, have done this to the water. You'd have to speak to the elves. The elves? And where do they reside? The Evergreen, mostly. As you could probably guess, we are not really welcome there. Or at least we weren't. The Evergreen is far away from Aubrey. Is this some kind of a doorway? Or portal? If you were to venture a guess. I don't believe it's meant for travel. We've convened on this subject more than once, and if we were to hazard a guess... For them to interfere with nature this way, they were keeping something from getting out. And getting out from where? Somewhere down below? He's gonna nod. Just like, yep. How far down below? That's the strange part. The river itself isn't that deep. But since the whirlpool isn't natural, we're guessing that it goes a bit deeper right about there. Have you observed this phenomenon anywhere else in the world, or just here on the outskirts of Aubrey? This is the only one I've personally ever seen. If I may say so, I don't believe any good is going to come from you exploring it. Well, I will take your decades of experience as wisdom. And with that, he's going to sort of reach out his hand to Sigal to help him sort of back away from the edge. Yeah, he'd help you. He'd help you back. Just to make sure that, like, even though obviously you look like you know your way around, ice, one slip, and, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And we'll, uh, he'll walk back across the ice bridge and take a look back over his shoulder at it, just as he's walking away. All right. What we're going to start doing is I'm going to work off the assumption that Calden is up north with Rusty and the vampires and a bunch of town's members, and they're working on the ship. Everyone else is is, is still in town, correct? Yep. 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 Yes. 
I'm going to start ticking days by. Every once in a while, I'll ask for a roll. And uh, we're going to go from there. And every once in a while, I'll, if someone wants to jump in on a specific day and try something, go right ahead. Other than that, we're all going to assume that everyone's living their lives, eating, drinking, sleeping, the regular stuff. And we'll work from that assumption. Let's start with the ninth of Thorum. Braylon, do me a favor. Give me, give me one more intelligence check. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. That's the one. <laughs> we are on fire tonight. <laughs> I'm saving mine. That's why I'm not talking. <laughs> Tenth of Thorum. Eleventh of Thorum. Weather is not not stupendous. Uh, it's been raining for a couple of days now, which is slowing things down a bit further up north because it's freezing rain and it, it's really cold and uncomfortable. There are fires going. There are enough people so that you can tag out and go warm your hands and body for a while. And everyone's dressed in nice, thick layers. They were ready for the trip. And things are going pretty well back at the Alianda. They're, they're, they're progressing pretty nicely. Okay. Can we, can we, build, can we build igloos? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Twelfth of Thorum. Oh, can I do something? Yeah, we wanted to do something on the ninth. Sorry. Oh, geez. That was a ways back. Oh, really? Did, yeah, I, I, I just I, I guess I blinked. No, 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 that's okay. Pretty much. Is it super important that you do it on the ninth? I kind of wanted to do it early during the thing, but sure. no, could do it on the 12th. Yeah, let's do it on the 12th regardless. Okay, it sounds like a couple of people wanted to do stuff. So, mm. so it is the 12th of Thorm currently. What would uh, what would actor us like to do here? All right, I have two errands today. I've had time to think, so I will head on out. First, I want to go to the church and uh, ask for a private audience with Father White. Okay, obviously, uh, you guys have done a crazy amount for Aubrey. That would not be hard. So, yeah, he has like this um, this private office type thing in the back, uh, and, and he would invite Acteronis to, to sit in. Instead of sitting down, he's gonna be—he's uh, gonna kneel down on one knee and put his uh, fist on his heart, and uh, he's just gonna look up and start talking. I know from Braylon that you are not to uh, give the orb back to me, and uh, as you can see uh, from Braylon's actions, I'm surrounded by trustworthy people who only want to help me, despite not entirely trusting me it would seem but i i am here uh, i beg of you i beg of you ever since i came in contact with the orb it's uh, it's revealed memories to me that i thought i had lost it's been helping me navigate that fog in my mind i i understand that this is a holy relic of your faith uh, so I I do vow to bring it back. Uh, so consider this as a pilgrimage, as it would help me on my journey. I would help it fulfill its holy desire. Father White's going to sit back in his chair. You must understand that your friend was quite insistent that I not give this to you or anyone. He was quite concerned with your well-being. Yes, and I appreciate Braylon's intentions, but I've experienced firsthand what the orb can do to its wielder, 
and its will is extremely strong. And if it wishes to find its way in a new wielder's hands, I'm well sure that it can do it. Which is why I'm warning you, as long as the orb remains here, it will seek to destroy what yourself and Alexandra are trying to build. If you are to exist with the vampires, then the orb must leave Aubrey. Otherwise, it will relentlessly try to destroy them. And so, as a show of faith or a peace offering, if you officially hand me the orb when I leave town, then you might earn their trust, which I've greatly injured. They, they, they know firsthand how dangerous it is to them. And as I understand you may be concerned for your own safety without it, then I offer you a trade. Uh, he's going to uh, detach his uh, scar blade in his sheath and present it to him. Yeah, he'd reach out and... Why are you giving me this? This blade used to be a force of evil, and my family swore to keep it sealed so no one would ever use it again, so that nobody could touch it ever again. I'm sure you see a parallel here. But it allowed me to escape a city that was crawling with walking corpses. Uh, keep it a secret so that you have a, an ace up your sleeve, and hopefully you will never have to use it. But be warned, because it will leave the flesh of its victims scarred with blackened, ashen wounds that no magic can cure. But I cannot imagine a safer place for it than here. If you keep it within your halls, then hopefully no, no one ever gets to use it again. But don't take the decision right now. When we do leave, just come find me and my party and... Either bring the orb back to me or the blade. Acteronis, I have a final question for you. These visions that you saw, you believe them to be accurate. Not just something the orb wished you to see. No, everything it's showed me so far. I can see them with as much clarity as if I had never forgotten them. They're images that don't come from my mind, but my heart. Yes, I do believe everything I've seen to be what happened. This isn't a decision I can take lightly. Give me a few days to think about it. Thank you. That is all I can ask. I appreciate you listening to me. And again, I must insist on how powerful its will is. And being such a powerful holy artifact, I'm sure that even if something were to happen to me during my travels, one day or another, a hundred years from now, it will find its way back here. He's, he's going to nod his head. I appreciate you coming to me with this. I'll have made a decision before you're ready to leave. And he's going to nod 
stand up, bow, and then walk away. Dagon, it sounded like you wanted to do something. Yeah, I wanted to do, I don't know if it's a check thing or something like that, but because he's probably been thinking about Dolora quite a bit, and maybe maybe Clarissa would know something about it, maybe. Oh, sure. You know, if you could just check with her, see if there's anything they have on in their books or something like that. Sure. Clarissa's not hard to find. You usually hanging out at the church. There's more of a reading room section uh, of the church, not just uh, it's not just for worshiping. Yeah, she wouldn't be hard to find and uh, how would you how would you phrase it cuz uh, she would pop right up immediately upon seeing you. All these people are are pretty big fans of yours uh right now. Oh. Um and Clarissa's kind of eager to please anyway most of the time. So Okay. I don't know. I'd phrase it very awkwardly, I'm sure. <laughs> Okay, well, I guess he'll go find her there, and uh, is she in the middle of something, or...? Just uh, usually reading. That's 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 85% of her day, is okay. uh, is reading. Okay. Excuse me, uh, Clarissa, is it? Yeah. W- what can I do for you, Dagon? I wonder if I might have a moment of your time. Sure. And she's going to close the book that she's looking at right now. It's this, this big, leather-bound, red tome. What can I do? Um, your library here, is it quite extensive? We've collected tons of books from all over. What are you looking for specifically? Ah, uh, well, you see, we're headed for Talur, and... I was wondering if I might find any information on the continent. In general? General, specific, anything really. I I, I really don't know too much about it. She's gonna start she's gonna start to stand up before you're even finished the sentence and just kind of like hold up one finger, like one 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 second. And she's gonna start to she's gonna start to grab books from the shelves uh, back here, just it's like this one and then like run down and this one and this and she's going to come back with three or four uh, fairly fairly thick books and she's going to uh, she's going to kind of flop them down in the table where do you want to start like very excited that she can help that's a good question I I mean that's where we're headed and I I keep trying to think about it but there's just so much I need to know well where are you heading in, Talor? We could start there. I don't know. Okay. Okay, what are you doing in Talor? Are you looking for a place, a person? Um, I'm... Hmm. You know about my people, don't you? I mean, I've never met one before. Well, I mean, before you, I'm sorry. Well, it's all just in books. That's that's fine. Well, and I, there's a reason for that. They're just they're not here, and let's just say I have reason to believe that they might be there. Alive? I don't know. Oh, um, okay. So. Let's just start at the beginning with the trip there. When we get there, maybe if I knew a good place to 
to start looking somewhere to dock anything. Well, there are ports, but... Okay, Talor's not exactly as civilized as the mainland. You really want to be careful. The line folk in Githserai have been locked in a civil war for pretty much as long as anyone can remember, at least documented. And if you try to dock in either one of their ports, you have to prove allegiance, and it's it's a whole thing. You could shoot for maybe the middle of the continent, but well, you gotta look out for wildlife. You know what? I'm gonna write some stuff down. Okay, thank you. So as outsiders, we're are we a target right off the bat? I would say you just have to prove you're not a threat to them. Or you're not there to choose a side and fight at all. That that would be your best bet. Okay. Unless you unless you did pick a side. No, I mean that should be easy enough. I mean we're not there to cause trouble. Although it does seem to follow us. Hmm. Maybe somewhere where we could avoid anybody. Well, I could do some research, but again, some of these books are really old. I mean, I wouldn't have any current information. Uh, I mean, it's unless you can find someone who's been there recently. Hmm. Where are you heading after this? Uh, we're stopping in Brightport first. That's perfect. And she's going to kind of like reach out and grab your hand. Okay, if you can find someone who's maybe made some sort of merchant trip to Talor and, and has come back, even if it's within the last few months, you, you could get some actual recent information. I, I can give you information on flora and fauna and the people that live there, but nothing current. Good, good, good. Excellent. Okay. Um, what about... Uh, uh, Temples, religious places, uh, sacred areas. I'm guessing that would be up north. The lion folk are far more religious, or at least tend to be, than the, the Githserai. At least from what I've read. Okay. Um, thank you. Anything, anything you give me would, would be greatly appreciated. Well, I can't give you these books, but I can write down some information that might help. It of course. would really help if I knew where you were going, though. But it's it's okay. It's okay. I can I can just give you general knowledge, and you can take it from there. Thank you. Uh, and this big beaming smile is gonna gonna come across her face. When do you need it by? In the next few days, if you can. Okay. And if you could, please please just keep this between us two. Sure. Is there anything else? No, thanks. And she's gonna she's gonna take the top book off this little stack here and get right to work. Like this has just become her top priority all of a sudden. So you kind of get the sense that either what she was working on wasn't important, or she was just reading to learn stuff. Oh, well, I guess I was being too selfish to even notice. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. At some point, I guess today or tomorrow, I'd like to approach her as well. 
Okay. <laughs> you can be tomorrow, though, if you want. <laughs> sure. Okay. I'll also have something to do today because tomorrow will be too late. Sure. Okay. Let's catch up with Actor Onus real quick. All right. So on my way back from the church, well, unless I, I really want to do something now, I don't want to overstep you, Susan. Whatever works best. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, well, since we already are on the Clarissa page, that's who I'm going to talk to. Airlove this whole time has been spending time with the new cards, like keeping watch with them, spending time with them. But like, I guess during conversation, like, I guess they're just bullshitting and they talk about that dragon. That was weird. That big black dragon that flew over yeah. his head. And like, we're all like, yeah, did you see it? I saw it, you know? And then Airlove is going to be like, yeah, that was weird. So then she's going to go to uh, Clarissa and uh, ask her, I'm sorry, do you have a moment of time? She's going to be face deep uh, in, in these books. There's kind of a, a little minor stack next to her. Um, yeah, sure. What's up? I'm sorry. I, did you see that giant black dragon that flew over the town a few days ago? Uh, she's gonna, she's gonna like nod her head like vigorously, but with a smile, not like, oh yeah, that was scary. It was like, oh my god, yes. Did you? Yes. Like very excited. I was, I was just wondering if you know anything about that dragon. Did you do any research into it? Because. A dragon of that size, there must be legends about it. We don't have many books on dragons, sadly. I, I would love to know more about it, though. It it, it seemed to be going south. I, I haven't seen anything like it before in my entire life. And black dragons aren't supposed to get that big. And they're supposed to be all gone. <laughs> except for except for Kale Thorn. But other than that, they're supposed to be all gone. I know, and... It just seems like the last time there was a dragon, something monumental was happening. And there seems to be a lot going on with this land. And I was just wondering if it was like a sign of something or if there's any legends about it. But if not, that's fine. Oh, while I'm here, um, this has also been bugging me. Do you know when the next blood moon is? I don't. I, I, I could look into it. Okay. When you have time. I've never actually seen one before. I guess one would be coming up? I don't know. I could look into it, though. Yeah, I heard about one coming up soon. Within the next three months, and I was just wondering. Oh, who'd you hear that from? It's a long story. <laughs> okay. Um, if... That person has a book or something, and they would be willing to part with it. We're always looking to expand the library. Uh, I I spoke to her down south. She is very far away from here, okay. and you should be glad for it. She's gonna look really puzzled. Like, oh, okay, that's that's weird, but okay. Well, I'm working on a project right now, but right after that, I'll I'll look into it and see if I can find something. Yes, of course. I don't. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Thank you so much for your help. No problem. And that's all I wanted to do. <laughs> okay. She's going to get right back into what she was doing. All right. Okay. So, Actoronis. Okay. Uh, so, from my way back from the church, I'll just stop by Artemis's shop. The uh, trusty blade, is it? It is. Oh, sweet. Okay. So, I'll just open the door and then close it all, with, all the way back and try to see if Braylon is here working. 
He would be. I don't know how happy about it he'd be, but he would be. Nah, I would be not thrilled. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll just ask him, good day, Braylon. How's work today? I'm just going to look up, like give his side eye, and then go back to working. Indeed. Uh, So he's going to walk up to the counter. Is Artemis anywhere to be seen in the shop? He'd be in the back, but yeah, you can you can kind of hear him like humming or something like that. But yeah, he's definitely in the shop. Is there like a, a bell to uh, bring bring him to the counter? Or something? There would have been. There, see, here's the thing. There would have been a bell. Here's here's the here's how things would have been going the last few days. There's a bell that chimes when you walk into the the shop. There's like a little door, mm-hmm. and then the bell chimes, and from the back, Artemis would probably yell to Braylon to deal with whoever's at the counter. And if if he's needed, that's when he gets it. Like, he, he would basically start talking to Braylon like an assistant. Oh, boy. Right. <laughs> so, he'd, yeah, he'd walk up to the counter and just say, um, Artemis, my friend, I have business with you. Just trying to peer over, like, the curtains. <laughs> and again, he would he would kind of call forward. Hey, Braylon, take care of that for me. If I'm absolutely needed to strike a deal, fine, but I'm kind of busy. <sighs> He's going to grumble. I'm just going to say I'm going to uh, shake my uh, coin pouch very loudly, and since Actaronis carries a lot of money on him, I think it <laughs> makes some noise. So I'm going to just say it again. Artemis, I think you want to take this one. You know what, Braylon? I got this. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. You just, you just keep shaping that leather. And Braylon's gonna sarcastic look. Okay, sure, boss. And go back to working. <laughs> <laughs> and and he'd hop down from where he is in the back and uh, make his way up to the counter and, and sort of climb up on this uh, this stool. All right, what can I do for you? All right, so he's gonna uh, reach in his bag and drop uh, about three hundred golds worth of coins and gems, just like. Slam them on the counter. I just forgot to mention, like, designs, ideas I had for the armor early on, so I hope I'm not too late. So these are for extra materials and uh, adornments, and for the trouble, really. And also, if you could take some measurements, I... Honestly, I really need this armor to fit my body like a glove. And he's gonna look back at the door. Is there, like, a... Something to, like, uh, lock it? Like a bar, or just... Oh, yeah, there's, yeah, there's a lock on every door on the inside. Yeah. Alright, so he's gonna reach in his bag again, and slam another 300 gold worth. And this is to help you keep a secret. Then he's going to walk to the door and lock it. Artemis is intrigued, mostly at the money, but the fact that, you know, the, the secret thing. Alright. Alright, so he locks the door... Turns around and says, There has been an accident some time ago, and I don't ever want to alarm anyone with it, yourself included. But uh, be prepared. And he reaches for his helmet, slowly takes it off. <laughs> and before he like reveals it, so like while well, is halfway off and his head is like leaning forward, he's going to say, "As you can see, my posture isn't as standard as it used to be, and I will need some custom adjustments." And then he like, finishes removing the helmet. 
Artemis's eyes are going to go wide, but he's not going to say anything. And then he's going to look over to Braylon. <laughs> Braylon's going to kind of shrug. It's not the first time I've seen it. All right, I see why you wear the helmet all the time. I'm going to guess the rest of you looks like that, too. Well, that's a very strong guess. All right. Take off the armor. I'm going to start doing measurements. Braylon, start jotting things down as I yell them out to you. Braylon's going to get down from whatever desk he's at. And he's going to say, you sure you wanted to take off the armor, boss? And Braylon, you'll want to take down notes of the uh, fashion ideas I also have. Of course. I live to serve. I would imagine as this scene unfolds, it's horrific, but Artemis is a professional. And you're paying him a lot, so he's going to... Yeah. He's, yeah, he's... Let me remove that from my inventory. <laughs> he's going to do his best not to touch you, uh, which is pretty noticeable, but he is going to take measurements and he is going to... He's going to get the the exact specifications that you've asked for, all the adornments, all the custom stuff, and he's going to make sure that Braylon's jotting all this down. Yes, of course. Um, and, <laughs> and then after that, all right, you can definitely put all that back on. Is there anything else you need? No, sir. All right, we can get to work on this. We got most of your stuff done already, so... This is all just making sure it fits. I appreciate it. It's been a pleasure doing business with an armorsmith of uh, renown uh, like yourself. Well, you can believe uh, we will be praising your name where we travel. Extra work is always nice. Plus, I got an assistant out of it, so it isn't all bad. Audible groan from my desk. <laughs> Anything else, sir? No, I'm good to go. Okay. Now, before we fast forward time again, does anyone want to do anything? No, I don't want to do okay. anything. I'll just spend the rest of my time in Aubrey, not in the armor, but like in the, what was that Tarantino movie I quoted last time? The new one. Oh, The Hateful Hate? Yeah, Hateful Hate. Yeah, he's going to spend the rest of his time in his like furs and large brimmed hats covering all his face. <sighs> so, uh, right now it's the 12th. We're going to go ahead and fast forward to the 13th and then the 14th. Now I'm going to ask for some rolls. Ian. Yes. Calden, do me a favor and roll a d20 with a plus five. Hey. Oh! <laughs> there you go. What? Is it? Good night. They wow. built us a second boat. <laughs> we have two boats now. Two boats. <laughs> Pegasus and the Galactica. All right. It's got some cool spikes. Hydraulic, uh, whatever it's called. Dig they put your, in a hot tub for us. For an admiral. Congratulations. Got a fleet. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me let me let me tell you guys what's been going on up north. They have been hauling ass, working day and night to get these repairs done. And not only not only have they have they repaired the boat, but they've made some alterations. There are improvements. So much so that. I would say the boat is better off, for the most part, than it was when you guys set sail from the swamp. 
better than new. The living quarters is is a lot more robust. It's it's actually see the Alianda was never meant for long, long travel. It was more of a it was more of a speedy vessel. It was it was meant to get you somewhere in a hurry. It wasn't necessarily meant for continent hopping, uh, but that is what you guys are using it for. So. Uh, usually people use a much larger ship for something like that. If you're going to be out to sea for a while, and, you know, it, it, if, especially, you know, if you're taking a crew, there's a little bit more robust living quarters. This is now the case. You guys should be a lot more comfy on the ship. All the holes have been patched, and you guys are ready to set sail. I would say everybody from uh, up north now is making the trek back. Their work is completed. It is the 14th of Thorum. That is ahead of schedule. Braylon. Yes. Do me a favor and roll an intelligence check yeah, for me. Please. Uh, give me an intelligence check plus three. Plus three. Woo! Thank awesome. you, Zombie Jesus. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you failed me, Zombie Jesus. <laughs> I only say that because I changed my deity in my notes. Because <laughs> I didn't have one. Well, you picked up a few things. Uh, I, I wouldn't go calling yourself an armorsmith, but you picked up a few things. There's some stuff you know that you didn't know before. Artemis is going to be all but done. Uh, I would say the next morning, everything would be ready to go, and you could pick up your stuff. Like, everyone's armor is ready to go on the morning of the 15th, which I would imagine you guys are probably going to crash for one more night and then start start your, <laughs> start your journey north. Mm-hmm. Clarissa is going to be looking for Dagon. Where would she find where would she find the lone Aladrin? Let's say in the bar. Okay. So she would be very excited to see Dagon, and she'd be carrying a lot of parchment, uh, like pages and pages of stuff that she'd been writing on. And she's going to slap this down on the bar next to next to Dagon and then hop up on the stool, because the stool's a little bit taller than her, so she's got to kind of, like, hop up. She's not very, very tall. Okay. I found out a bunch of stuff about Talor and traveling to Talor and places you could go and things you could see. I don't know where you're going, but hopefully some of this information will will help you get there. You, you did? Well, that's, that's amazing. Please, tell me. <sighs> okay. Well, again, you might want to get a guide or... At the very least, know exactly where you're going, because if you travel too far north or south, you could get mixed up in some really serious fighting that's been going on for a really long time, and it might be tough to explain your way out of it. Mm-hmm. Talor is also a place where people travel to go big game hunting. Oh? Uh, mostly people from Brightport, wealthy people, will take ships to to Talor once a year and they they go big game hunting and it can be exceedingly dangerous if you don't know exactly where to find things and they find you first if that makes sense um yeah I've been in situations how how big are we talking well I'll put it this way there's big stuff here in the mainland and they don't see that as a challenge anymore Okay. Um, okay. Do they recommend any sort of weaponry or anything of the sort? Um, she's going to be flipping through papers. Um, it's mostly about running. Uh, but <laughs> it is mostly in central Talor. Because 
there are no towns or cities there? Because that's pretty much the main skirmish point. So there's there's no civilization there. So that's pretty much where they all live. Okay, avoid Central Delore. Got it. Um, I also mapped out the whole area just in case. Um, there's there's some close up maps of stuff. I don't, I don't I don't know if that'll help, but maybe something will look familiar when you get there. Perfect. Thank you again for for all this. Oh, no problem. I didn't know that much about Talor, and I got to find out a bunch. He'll sort of reach in his jacket to pull out some coins for her. Oh, as soon as she sees money, she's going to not be insulted, but just like, what are you doing? Like, like, but yeah. very, it's like, I, I, no, that wasn't that. I figured, but, uh, yeah, it's like reaching for the bill when someone else is like, oh, I'll get that. Yeah. Oh, you got it. Okay, cool. He's going to be like, uh, is there anything I can do for you? Oh, yes. Arilov. I need yeah. to find her. I, yeah, I can help you with that. But there's anything I can offer you for your help. I'm okay. It's not going to sit right with him that he doesn't reciprocate this. He's going to think about it for a second. Maybe this. Please, where I come from, it's it's customary that I give you something. And I have this thing, and I really haven't thought much about what to do with it, but maybe we'll hear. And he'll pull out, uh, pull out that unicorn horn. <laughs> <laughs> Which he sees as valuable. Right. He, Not everyone's walking around with him. <laughs> no, and he doesn't know what she's going to think of it, but he's... Where did you get this? Um, from Bat Dragon. <laughs> God damn it. Um, well, would you believe it was once lodged in my abdomen? Oh. Yes, I would believe that. Then you know how unicorns feel about elves. I read something about it somewhere. Uh, yes. Yes. Did, did you kill a unicorn? In fact, I did. I took this horn from that same unicorn, and I'd like to offer it to you. Your help has been invaluable, and it's the least I could do. For the first time, her, her smile's going to fade just a little bit, like she's really touched by the offer. You know, you, you don't have to give me anything, right? I mean, the whole vampire thing's been... I mean, that's been a thing as long as I can remember. And the last last few days have been great. I understand. But where I come from, valuables, trinkets, it's an expression of gratitude. She's going to reach over and, and hug Dagon. He'll be surprised, but he'll, he'll hug her back. Yeah, she's a squeezer, too. She would, it would be like, sort of like, hop down off the stool and just like, wrap her arms around. Just, just real quick. Do you know how long Alex has been the only guard here? Um, no, I suppose it didn't occur to me to ask. Well... It, it's been a while. And the people who did live just kind of gave up the fight and moved, or they didn't make it. And trust me, you've, you've given us all something incredible. And if we could just sort of 
make it through the next few months and not have to worry about being attacked like that anymore. And I don't have to worry about her not coming home. So, really, thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. It was just, um, hmm. I suppose I'd never even really thought about it. I guess it's just what we do. She's gonna, she's gonna give you like one more quick squeeze. Okay, so air love. Right. Um, I assume you'd know where she is. Yeah. I'll, I'll just yeah. relay that information. And she's gonna go, kind of streaking off, like running toward that location. Where would air love be? And this is like the middle of the day, right? Yeah. So probably training or maybe eating lunch with them. Like, building up a camaraderie ship and all that stuff. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she'll she'll find she'll find Airlove uh, and come running up to it. Hey, um, I did eventually find when the next Blood Moon's supposed to be, if it helps. Oh, yes, that helps immensely. When is it? Oh, you were totally right. We are coming up on one, and I, I've never seen one before, and I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's going to she's going to be thumbing through uh, paperwork here because it looks like she just carries parchment around town that's just full of shit that she's jotted down like like Therian post-it notes constantly just just like okay I have this somewhere I have this somewhere it is the fourth of Rangway so forty six days from now <sighs> Erlo's going to do that and her face is going to like jaw drop. And go, she's going to kind of, like, lift her hand to her chest. 46 days. Mm, yep, if that chart's right. Uh, um, you have been immensely helpful, and I appreciate everything you've done. I have to go find my party. Um, and when the blood moon does happen, this is going to sound very cryptic and very vague, Regardless of what happens, try to stay as safe as you can. And then she's going to run off. <laughs> like, leave her high and dry. Because that's a lot sooner than she thought. Um, she's going to be kind of distraught by that. And just kind of... Like, she thought she was helping, and then it's like, uh, oh, um... Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, Air Love, like, all of a sudden is like, oh, no. And then, like, yeah. in her brain, and then runs, like, she has, like, tunnel vision, like, right now. But yeah, she'd be, she'd be kind of distraught, but, like, yeah, she'd, she'd totally let you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel bad for doing that to her, but Air Love's like, oh, shit. So then I guess she goes seek out Dagon, like, right away. <laughs> Air Love's going to find Dagon. Yes. Okay. And you're still at the bar? Yeah, probably having a drink and pouring through uh, Clarissa's notes. Okay. She'll probably, like, rush in, like, and then sit next to you. Uh, Dagon, the mm. blood moon is happening a lot sooner than we thought it was. Okay, like, like how much sooner? Like, 46 days. Ugh. Okay, um... We thought we had 90. We only have 46. <laughs> oh, 
okay, we we need to get out of here. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I've I've got some useful information here about Tulor, so we're we're on to a a start at least. Um, why don't we go get everyone and see see what's happening? Uh, Jason, do we know yet that the boats the ship is finished? I would say people would start to uh, start to get back to town in a couple of hours. But yeah, I, I don't know if uh, I don't think you guys would know until they get back. Okay. Um. Well, maybe we can uh, let's get Arturonis and, and 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 go see Braylon and see how that armor is coming. If we have to, we'll we'll just have to leave it. Like we gotta go. I'll start packing. I'd much rather not go to the trusty blade. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. That's fine. I'll I'll go take care of that. Okay. And then she'll go upstairs and start. I guess she'll put everybody's stuff together, so no one has to worry about it. It's nice. So Dagon and Acronis are going to visit Braylon at work. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So I'd imagine Dagon would go get Acheronis, and they would go to the trusty blade and walk on in, and Braylon is putting some finishing touches on stuff. Mostly at this point, it's polishing. So Braylon would be polishing these dragon scales, <laughs> which is mostly for effect. It's not really necessary. It's just it looks nicer when a customer comes to pick up stuff like this. Just the little touches, you know? It's, mm-hmm. You know, you pay for top quality mm-hmm. to get top quality. <laughs> That's right. The trusty blade's the kind of shop where they'd offer you a bottle of water while you're standing there. Like, you know, like, it's 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 classy. <laughs> well, thank you, Braylon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would probably be the one serving water bottles, of course. Also, what Braylon would know was that this armor's all but done. Uh, besides these finishing touches, this, this stuff is pretty much ready to be picked up. Nice. Everybody's? Every single thing that we wanted? Every single thing that you guys wanted. Well, awesome. The, Good uh, work. Helping hands, yeah. <laughs> Guess it wasn't all for just punishment and suffering. It's not a paid internship, but it's... I mean, you, you get paid in experience. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm paid internship. No, I know. I know what it is. <laughs> Exposure. Exactly what it is. Yeah. Exposure. Oh, God. <laughs> So, uh, Actorinus and Dagon would, uh, I guess you'd fill Braylon in on what, what is happening? Yeah. And fill Actorinus in on what's yeah, happening. Yeah, I'm not quite I, sure, actually. Okay. Yeah, let's fill us in for real here. So, yeah, I think Dagon will kind of, like, not barge in, but come in, like, with, uh, some urgency. 46 days. We need to pack up now and go. Well, hopefully we don't run into any more, any more icebergs. Yeah, good point. But um, is the armor ready? Oh yeah, it's it's done. I'm just making it look nice and fancy. But uh, yeah, I guess my helping hands actually did they did some good. It wasn't all just me getting yelled at and barked at by someone much smaller than me. Well, that's some good news. Um, good. I suppose we should just head for the ship, and if they're not done, we can do what we can to help. Yeah, sounds like a good idea, Captain. <laughs> I'm gonna kneel down and extend a hand to Braylon and just say, "You've done." Great work here, Braylon, all around. Really appreciate it. Just going to kind of give him a, a little glance at first and then put his hand out again and shake his. Like, yeah, of course, man. we got to take one for the team, right? Everyone's got to do their part. 
and kind of when he says that, kind of give him a stern look. <laughs> Gotta do a very tiny nod. Do we know what the summer looks like, Jason? Like, can do I do I know what I'm getting? Do I know what they're getting? Because I worked on it. Or oh yeah, no, you'd know who's is who. Okay, cool. Oh yeah. Well, I can't just lug it by myself, so I guess I would get mine first. Yeah. And then point theirs out to them, so they could they could pick theirs their own up, and then possibly uh, Air Love and Calden's. So are we packing? Are we packing up now? Or are we yeah. getting ready to leave? Okay. I, I want to say I'll get my gear. I'll get my armor and try it on and like do it really obnoxiously, like ha yeah, yeah, and then <laughs> point out to Dagon and uh, Acteronus their armor that I assume would be on some kind of like mannequins or something. Because yeah, they, 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 it's not just like this is classy shit. It's mm-hmm. not just like flipped to the side. And then I'll point to, to two more mannequins that are or whatever the other two armors are, so that they can carry it. Because I'm not carrying anything because i've worked too hard and too long what's amazing about this stuff is that those dragon scales are really tough (laughs) but instead of uh like dagon stuff instead of it being this brittle inflexible uh, material it's it's done so intricately that it just sort of bends and shapes like it's all the dragon scales are are perforated in such a way that the, the tiny, 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 tiny individual cuts all over, and then broken and reshapen and and carved, and it is so form fitting. It feels like a second skin. Like this stuff is high quality, but it feels like you could take a real punch with this stuff. <laughs> well, I can still give a punch. <laughs> it doesn't feel like that would hamper that. Nice, cool. Actoronis, do me a favor. Roll a diplomacy check. Father White's had a few days to think about this. Let's see if your words... Let's see what... uh, You know what? Hold on. Before you roll. Okay. If you get a 27 or higher, Father White will give you back that orb. Ooh... It's a big roll. Okay. It's a big roll. And the only reason it's so high is because Braylon was very, very specific. Okay. No bonuses. Good luck. Come on. Aww. Aww. Yay. The world (laughs) seems in the evil orb. Oh, I got my armor. It helped you. Well, that's the thing. It you're basically it's it's your it's 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 your talk with him versus Braylon's talk with him. And given that the orb hasn't hadn't reached out to anybody before uh, before you guys got there, and it hadn't reached out any to anybody in the days that had passed, like in its in its case in its chest, it seems to be all right. And Braylon's impassioned speech to never, ever, ever give it back, and it was it was doing lots of harm to you. He he just he he Father White would have just decided to keep it there for the time being. All right, I guess I get my sword back. Yes, he would have given. Yes, it <laughs> would have, he would have he would have delivered the news to you personally, and just it's like you know it's nothing personal. It's just. We feel like it would be it would be better kept under lock and key type of thing. Like we're not giving it to anybody. We've seen, you know, we've we've heard some not so great things. Yeah. Just make sure nobody ever touches it again. Uh that would not be a problem for him to promise to you. That would yeah. be yeah. Alright. Um, so you guys would pack your things 
and you would get ready and hit the road. And um, about an hour or so outside of town, you would run into the tire party heading back from from up north, and they would be they would be heading back to to Aubrey, and you guys would cross paths, and you would know that the boat has been completed. The vampires worked well with everybody. They they seem to be more than eager to try and find a place, and maybe they were working a little a little harder than a lot of other people. Are you are you just kind of would Calden pretty much just turn and and head back, like from the from the boat? No, no, no. Like you'd be heading back with everybody to. I would imagine you'd be heading back to with everybody to tell them, "Hey, the boat's fixed," and they would be heading up north with your armor. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, as soon as it, as soon as they would meet, Calden would would hail them all and and say, "We've we've repaired the boat. It's." The Aluanda is better than when she came into port in Ebony Harbor. I think you'll be pleased to see it, Dagon. Better? How so? He's a little guarded on that because he's like, what have you done <laughs> with this Aladrin ship? It's my dad. What did you do to my yeah. car, dude? <laughs> <laughs> we put some whistling pipes on it. Oh, whistling pipes. <laughs> <like, laughs> We put some sweet decals on it. That's <laughs> all in the morning. on the side, so now it'll be faster. Yeah. You're supposed to be up cooking <laughs> breakfast some. Sponsors all over it. It's like an alarm clock. <laughs> Woo-hoo! Calden will say, everyone from the town of Aubrey has been incredibly enthusiastic in helping us, and the vampires as well. They have been really cooperative and really work to making the ship the best that it can be. All the damage that was done previously is fixed. Our quarters are improved for longer travel. Is there anything else, Jason? Is there anything else that... Mostly it was fixing the holes like that. Um... Right, and all the damn holes have been fixed. <laughs> yeah, that's mostly... It'll, hold, it'll, it'll be okay. It won't sink. It's got a sweet sound system now. Yeah, mm-hmm. the mast has been repaired. All the all the horrific damage that was done to this, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Calden will smile and say, "She's ready for the trip to Tulur." Excellent, and this is good news. We found out that the next blood moon is actually in forty six days. So time is of the essence, obviously. Then we should waste none of it. Were you able to get the armor? Braylon will step forward, dragging the bag of armor. Like, ah, ah, ah. Here you go. Calden to take it and look at it and just sort of like let the scales sort of like fall, just sort of like move between his fingers a little bit. And then he'll smile at Braylon and say, I'm sure it was very easy for the, the child star of Brightport. Hey, hey, don't don't say that out loud. (laughs) Of course. This is fine work, Braylon. Appreciative of of everything that you've done. Let's go. Of course, man. Cue the traveling music. Yeah, and then we'd head back up, right? Yeah. So after some travel, you guys would get back to the Aluyanda, board the ship. Can I fall back to uh, Actaronis for a sec? Sure. Keldon, as they travel, as they travel on, Keldon's going to sort of like fall back in step with Actaronis and just look at him and say, 
Braylon told me the events that happened with the orb. How do you feel about that? Betrayed? But now I have something else to look forward to when this all blows over. I need to go back to Onakal. It's the only way I have left to remember. So I guess I can't thank Berlin for that in a roundabout way. But I also feel that you're the only one here who still trusts me. So thank you for that, Calden. Actoronis, you know he did it out of love. Out of love for you, right? Yes. Yes, I do. I can't... There's nothing left for me to do with that, so let's, let's just move on from this. The faster we leave Aubrey, the better. Fair enough. I to have business left unfinished here on this continent when we can finish what the, these cataclysmic events are about to unfold when we can take care of that then I'm happy to return with you with all of you hopefully here to take care of this business and I will help you take care of yours sorry while we were talking I um I had a thought we maybe we should have warned Father White about what's coming in 46 days we've only hinted at it uh, is that the best course of action do we really want to start like some Robocop movie type looting and shit yeah might be mass panic well yeah. just him like prepare healers and stuff like that I'll write him a letter <laughs> but, yeah okay and, yeah. and I guess we are fully convinced that it's going to happen. Yeah. We <laughs> well, we're doing all this. A lot of travel. And yeah. <laughs> trouble. To... Well, our mission is two part, though. True. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the the non believer in the other group has become a believer from what you know Alex understands because he listened to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, you guys heard the last uh, library episode? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Unsettling that stuff is coming. Yeah. <laughs> Unsettling. Well, maybe if we, like, release what's in the whirlpool, we'll have, like, uh, some, like, Godzilla versus Mothra situation. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah. Can uh, I, uh, called, can, can Calden sort of, like, give, like download that information about the whirlpool? Just like what group? kind of... Yeah, just like what kind of magic it was and, and who it was involved and stuff like that. Quick question. The players of Group 2 have been very vocal about finding out what the fuck is going on with this whirlpool. <laughs> Are the party members, the characters of Group 2, equally as concerned? I would, Actoronis I would think, is not. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Braylon, Braylon isn't. Braylon's like, the world's going to end. I can give a shit about this water. <laughs> well, yeah. when Calden brings it up, Errol will be like, huh, wonder if I heard about anything about druids doing something super powerful around here. Can I make a check? <laughs> <laughs> like a history check? Um, I would say a history check is in order. Okay. Yay. Probably from everyone, right? Mm, uh, <laughs> Dagon. Mm, I would. Dagon could make one, yeah. I probably should have made one. <sighs> I don't. Braylon doesn't care. 
He should have though. Oh fuck! <laughs> wow! <laughs> Brain cells. Dagon wasn't looking into that. He wasn't concerned with that. He's like, you and Aladrin? Do you know where they are? I don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just keep he, said the, he said that to the whirlpool. He actually Ooh. said swirling water. Yeah, that's cute. Whatever. <laughs> and then he double flipped it off. <laughs> yeah. Through the by, biggest by rock. By year like seventy eight, that's how he introduced himself. You and Ladrin, you know where they are? Well then fuck you. I, <laughs> just well, for all the roles we've had tonight, thanks Ian for your twenty. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really, dude. Yeah, that was it's all in the wrist. Airlove yeah. <laughs> would know that if anybody would know about this, this sounds like some deep elf shit, like some higher up. Some, some mojo. Like, no one's standing there actually directing the water. So this was something that was done and it was more permanent. This is, this is a, a permanent enchantment on that, on that portion. And if anybody would know about it, it it's, it's probably Britana, uh, who, who leads the elves in, in the Evergreen. If you're going to get an answer about that, that, that is definitely a, a good place to start. You could probably find out from someone else, but that would be where Erelope would go. Oh, she would know. Okay. Airlove will tell that to uh, Calden when he brings it up. Be like, Britana will probably know something if you want. I'm ac- I've actually met her. Next town we're in, maybe send a letter if you're curious. Uh, perhaps it it was just a strange phenomenon. I I thought it warranted some investigation, but I suppose we have bigger things on our plate at the moment. Mm. So to the ship. Yeah. Yeah. So the members of the group would continue to travel north and make it back to the Aluyanda in all of its pristine glory. It is a gorgeous vessel. The only thing that it could really use is maybe a coat of paint. But she's definitely seaworthy. She's ready to go. Anything else you guys want to do here in this little portion of Theria before you pull up anchor and set sail again? Try and avoid glaciers. <laughs> Welcome aboard the party boat. And then Colin pulls a string and like glow sticks come falling and <laughs> lights come shooting everywhere. It's <laughs> way better than the first time. Dagon looks on in disgust. <laughs> Get off my ship. <laughs> Get these motherfucking glow sticks off my motherfucking ship. <laughs> Can I still test out if my like mind link with Corey and Dagon works? Oh, you definitely feel like if you were to start walking, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of the same thing going on with Dagon, where you would just it's like no, I I, I have a pretty good I have a pretty good idea of where they like I I could I could I could find them. All right, all right. Where's Corey now? <laughs> <laughs> that is an excellent question, and you are being pulled very south. Oh, all right. Huh. Oops. That's different. Very south. South from where you are. Just googling the map. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the the bracelet is east, right? The bracelet would be pulling uh, sort of a sort of a southeast. Southeast. Yeah. Betrayal Ridge, Black Rock Mountains, Odyssea, Esterholt. <laughs> There's a lot south. <laughs> you guys are about as north as you can go on the mainland right now. Yeah, I'm just looking directly south, like line down. <laughs> yeah, silver. It's probably Silverglade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, silver. <laughs> Pulling up the anchor and setting out to sea again. I think 
that's a pretty good time for us to stop for the evening. No. Yay. Yeah, that's what I wanted to reach. I'm happy with this. Yeah. You guys are back on the road. Reset. You are... Enough detours. All you right. are, well, one more detour, and then enough detours. All right, I want to make a separate save file. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, did that's you do great. all the loyalty missions for group two? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> we did the side quest, that's for sure. <laughs> hey, this is Xavier. If you like what you just heard and you want to help support the show, you can head out to iTunes and give us a rating, give us a review, uh, something that comes from the bottom of your heart. That'll help us a bunch. And you can also head out to patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R. You can just pitch in a dollar. And with that, you can get access to newsletters, behind-the-scenes content, commentaries. As well, you can go visit our website if you want to click on that little dragon banner on there. From the website, you can access the wiki. You can access the forums. You can access character journals. So that's dandrpodcast.com. Thank you.